Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Well, welcome back to another episode of Six Sad World. I am Paula J. Parker's Smile. And I am Chloe Bailey. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back. It is indeed. Um, well, you already know how we do. Let's get things started. Waste no time. I don't want to tell y'all what time it is that we're doing this podcast, but let's just say, <laughs> you know, bed. Um... So this week in Black Excellence, let's just also not say it. I'm giving this one over to one Shaquilia uh, Busey, maybe Busey. Sorry if I try to look up your name or how to pronounce it earlier, Queen. But she is the first Black woman to open a motorcycle academy in Virginia, Franklin, Virginia, to be exact. It's called Moto Mob Riding Academy, and I love the name alone, <laughs> even though motorcycles scare the fuck out of me. Now, because of them, we can, <laughs> says okay. that Shkelia started riding motorcycles in 2007. Uh, she has since journey cross, journeyed cross-country on a motorcycle twice. Um, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The whole ass country. And in 2017, she quit her job as a government contractor and became a motorcycle instructor for the Navy. Um, Wow. (laughs) From one government job to the next. (laughs) She was able to acquire a fleet of 17 motorcycles during her time as an instructor, started teaching classes and empowering other folks to ride bikes on their term. She says she traveled traveled sixteen thousand miles by her damn by her damn self <laughs> in a motorcycle two wheel vehicle. <laughs> yep. So it says here that the academy is open to anyone who wants to join. Motorcycles are provided, and participants are required to follow COVID guidelines and bring a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, and footwear that comes above your ankle. So you can sign up for classes at themotomob.com. I love this name. (laughs) That is themotomob.com. Go show Shaquille some love. And if you're in the Virginia area and you're into motorcycling, 
there's a fun thing for you to do yes. in a COVID way, COVID safe way. Right. That does sound fun. A little too daredevilish for me, but for those of you looking, yeah, scary. looking for a little spice in your life, <laughs> yeah, sounds entertaining. I just love these kinds of stories of like, you know, fun mm-hmm. stuff that we don't normally talk about us doing and some black person being like, yeah, I do it and I do it the best. Right. Um, so congratulations, Miss Girl. Um, hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. This week, we're all, we're going to move on to some uh, pop culture. Hot Tops, Peg the Stallion. Speaking of which, the Grammys apparently took place just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Even with, you know, the whole Pantene Pro-V. Still pantomime. going strong. Yep, it did. It was a very interesting format. Did you happen to see? I caught clips. I caught many of the clips. Okay. Um, I, it was fun to see a bunch of famous people sitting in one room with nearly all of them wearing some sort of (laughs) a custom mask Mm -hmm. on their face. Um, that was a lot of fun, but let's just get to the facts. Let's get to the meat and the potatoes (laughs) and the actual goal that is, you know, the situation here. She's done it. She's done it. Um, the one and the only Blue Ivy Carter. Quite naturally. Has... 
already, yes, quite naturally and quite clearly, mm-hmm. ever so obviously, uh, been presented <laughs> with her first ever Grammy Award for her um, stellar vocal performance on Brown Skin Girl, uh, along with uh, her personal shopper, Beyonce, and WizKid, who were also featured on Bluivy's song. Mm-hmm. When will you? When will you? No, not When ever. will you, like, not fuck your fave and your kids. When will you ever reach mm-hmm. this level yeah. of talent, stardom, and regality? Never, never in your life. Um, yeah, no, it's not even the sort of thing that most of us should even aspire to do. Because Blue mm-hmm. Ivy is nine years old. Like, please. <laughs> yeah. Clearly born for this, and the rest of us should just pick something else. I saw quite a few tweets saying that Carrie Hilson made that diss song about Beyonce telling her to go have some babies, and now that baby has won a Grammy before she did. Both of them now have Grammys. And, you know, sometimes we just have to sit with the difficulties of the reality of the situation. So, (laughs) and the decisions (laughs) and the choices. We made along the way. But, you know, I mean, what can we say about Blue Ivy that we have not already said? She sent her two most trusted employees to go pick up her hardware. She did. Because, you know, y'all might not still think COVID is real, but (laughs) Blue Ivy uh, PhD certainly knows better. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) She and the twins were somewhere popcorned at. Like, I actually don't have time for that. But bring my shit home and make sure you Clorox wipe it down when you do. Yeah. Apparently kids weren't allowed at the ceremony at all, which I found out because the baby mm-hmm. like created his own little red carpet moment so his daughter could show off her Grammy dress on the red carpet. Which I love. Which I, <laughs> I believe his mom was there as well. But yes, I also <laughs> super love them making a red carpet for the baby and having given her a photo shoot. Because that right. little girl was like, um, all right. What we're not going to do? Because I had a dress. <laughs> like, we will get into my fashion this weekend. Right. Like, and y'all going to see my purse. And that's that. Period. You know, we're done. Blue Ivy, I'm sure she said, look, you've done one carpet, you've done them all. I will, yeah, I will see you at the house. But it was cute that the baby did that for his daughter. And I understand why it wasn't no kids on the damn carpet. Like, that was a good move. Right. <laughs> that it was, was a very, yeah. It was smart to keep it as limited as possible and to move a lot of the stuff outdoors, even though it got, yeah. you know, a little ghetto at times. It was <laughs> still the most uh, responsible way to have done that. If you simply had I to suppose. have a show that wasn't virtual. <laughs> right. Um, Beyonce herself. Um is now the most awarded, Mm -hmm. Grammy-awarded singer, period. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Okay, that's fun. She uh, now holds 28 Grammys to her name. And (laughs) did you catch that reference? Never mind. No, I didn't. Oh no! Somebody else will. Yeah, they and they are not going to let me forget it. Grammy <laughs> to my name. Um. So yeah, the that girl, the doll. We already know it. She looked sickening. I just love her so much. 
I love how she still seems to get like a little bit nervous when it comes to like speaking. Like she's always been like, I am not the speech girl. And quite honestly, mm-hmm. if you could just priority shit me my thing, we could do that. But as you said, her baby won an award and said, um, I'm not going go to go get it. get it. Right. So, go pick it up. <laughs> What's the problem? So mama and daddy were there i loved when she shouted blew out for winning and said congratulations and i loved her saying you know i'm so like i love being your mommy and y'all are my babies and i'm like this woman mm-hmm. is a mommy with babies now she is like it's still just like i remember <laughs> when <laughs> they were teenagers yeah. on smart guy and shit Oh, man. Yeah, that's I a love whole grown-ass lady so now. Yeah. I mean, I it was clear that she was going, she came so that her things could go home with her that same day. <laughs> 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 um, so I felt it was very obvious she was going to win. The Grammys really tried it with their little sneaks and, yeah. you know, like trying to be cute and have Trevor Noah like stop her and Meg before they got off stage and being like, oh, no, you guys, this is history. Beyonce has now tied water. Yeah. Like making a whole big production out of it. It's like, gee, I wonder, is Beyonce maybe going to win another one? Like, <laughs> like Grammys, I think I see what you're doing there, girl. But cute moment yeah. nonetheless. I love that Meg won and then she saw that Bean was there. And her whole yeah. jaw dropped. And sis she was, like lost it. Sis was like, I brought my nose so I wouldn't forget nobody. And then just stand for 18 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally um, thanked God and Beyonce and Jay-Z for bringing her on Rock Nation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> it That's was that. but yeah you know overall i was surprised at how much i enjoyed the show um really was shocked at how much i enjoyed the show because i did not expect to enjoy that format uh but it was mostly cute yeah and they gave black people their things which i mean kind mm-hmm. of which is yeah you know we have these moments <laughs> they have years yeah. where they're like give the niggers it all <laughs> or most of yeah. it yeah and then they go back to normal. So this was clearly a, a black on year. Yeah. Um, who else got some fun things? Uh, Megan won three. She won Best New Artist and Best Rap Performance, Best Rap Song, I believe. Both of the song awards were for, for uh, Megan. Savage Remix. I mean, which um, is damn good. So yeah, I mean, it's like it it's is understandable. So good. <laughs> and best new artist was a tight fucking category. So yeah, shout out to my girl Chica. I love the EP girl. Congratulations, you looked cute. Yeah. Um, there were just a lot Kate of good nays. Yeah, Katra fucking not. Which is like, I get that there's rules around what makes an artist new, but all of these artists I have been listening to for years. So. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> that's a common thing as well. I don't remember like what the the parameters around that category are, but that happens a lot. Yeah, Katrinata did though win two awards: best dance recording and best dance electronic album. So shout out to Black Queer wins. Um, yes, who, who else? else? I think PJ Morton won. Yep, Lettucey won. Lettucey, and I heard that y'all were giving her pressure because Chloe and Hallie were nominated for best traditional R&B perform B performance as well. Which they gave to Lettucey. We stand Chloe and Hallie here. Oh, as yes. Much as the Have from the stand. very beginning. 
But I want for y'all to understand that Letizia has been in the game and she has been seeing her black ass face off for long enough, goddammit, and she deserves her things as well. Chloe and Hallie will likely have many, many yeah. the Grammy nomination yeah. and win in their future. Love them all. And y'all not gonna keep doing this. Y'all be picking certain artists that don't have a Grammy and have worked for long, the longest time and been like, they deserve a Grammy! Or whatever. <laughs> and then when one of them gets one, it's like, Fuck that, give it to the new, <laughs> new youngins. Like, I mean, I, I do truly love Chloe and Allie. Uh, and at the same time, Lettucey's voice is simply incredible. And I just could never, like, if, if Chloe and Hallie had lost it to uh, Megan Trainer, then okay. But <laughs> Lettucey, <laughs> I'm not, I don't have any argument about that. <laughs> Congratulations to her. Uh, Thundercat won an award. John Legend won Best R&B Album. Of course. <laughs> Brittany Howard won oh, Best did, did, did. No, hold on. Yeah, she won Best Rock Song. I love me some Brittany Howard. Mm-hmm. Mm! She's fun. Love her. Um, so Nas, I think, won his first album for rap or something. Yep. There's a lot of people who won some 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 things. So congratulations to the girls and everybody. And they let the niggas it. perform too. The baby and Lil Baby performed. Not together. Right. But that both yeah. those two things. Oh Lord, Megan and Cardi. Jesus my God. That, that... was that was a spectacle <laughs> in a lot pushing. of ways. Yeah. <laughs> I said, really? <laughs> CBS? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like they were hunching. They were hunching. Yeah. Oh no, they definitely were. And uh the way Megan flipped Cardi over, I say you have done that before. Yeah. <laughs> this was this is not your first time um dominating a woman, I would be willing to bet that. <laughs> but, um, you know, Cardi tried. She put in a lot of effort. The mic was mm. off because of course the mic had to be off. I feel like Cardi would have got caught up in the moment and uh just kind of let the spirit move her. But also, she had a lot of work to do up there. And I don't think she mm-hmm. would have sounded as good <laughs> if she did not pre-record her um, her part of that. But, yeah, like I said... Yeah, they cut a lot of people's mics off when they are supposed to dance. Because a lot of the girls don't have there was a, know, the breathing. Yeah, there was a lot of choreography. And, and Cardi is not really a choreography girl. So, there was mm. a lot of um, of work put in. But she looked incredible. And... She is fun to watch on stage. I will give her that. Yeah. So. I also watched Silk Sonic's performance. I didn't. (laughs) Why? Because ever since you, you damn demon, started talking to me about how I need to leave this little man alone. Every time I look at him, I start to feel guilty. I'm like, fuck, no. (laughs) Plus, still, when I see Silk Sonic, I think of Silk the Shocker, and it just throws me off, so. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's it still really happening, does. so. It makes me so- think of Silk the Shocker and, like, slushies. <laughs> so. but yeah, but no, it's It wasn't fault. even, like... <laughs> I watched it. I think the song is very nice, I th- you know, and it's still very gimmicky. Like, it's, it's you know, very costumey <laughs> and stuff and has, like, clear references and stuff, but I will take this over any of that fucking fucking tracks who jigaboo nonsense 
do it. I will take this. Don't, like this right. for me is a bit more palatable and I'm still not going out of my way to stand, but the song is nice. Okay. So they got, you know, you can have that. Oh, right. uh, Tiffany Haddish won best comedy album and she's apparently the first black woman since 1986 to get that award. And that was Whoopi who won. Of course. Um, so congratulations to her for that as well. Apparently the barbs <laughs> are on her ass. <laughs> the barbs are on Tiffany Haddish's ass? Yeah, because apparently she was in a, like a clubhouse chat and someone said, oh, no. called her the Stop Nicki it right Minaj. there. <laughs> right? We could, we Nothing could just good happens on clubhouse. <laughs> someone called her the Nicki Minaj of comedy, which why do y'all keep doing that? Like, why do y'all make someone the something of something else? <laughs> like, and what is that supposed anyway. to what is that supposed to mean? Like you could have even named like another great comic and just say you're that of right now does if you mean, have to compare right. them like does it mean you came up at a time where there weren't a lot of popular black women comics and you kind of introduced the new era of black women comics is that what that means i have no idea okay but someone else on the chat said unlike Nicki minaj she shows up on time and then tiffany said and unlike Nicki, i treat everybody with respect and dignity oh fuck so I don't know what. <laughs> I guess Mama didn't want to take a selfie. I was gonna say that. That, <laughs> that sounds personal. That sounds like. It does. <laughs> I don't even. I don't really understand why the barbs are mad. Honestly, I would have turned that into. And if my queen didn't respect you, it's because you weren't worthy of it. You stupid bitch. Like, right. if it was me, you know, standing back in the old days, I would have turned it into. Well, that's because if Beyonce didn't respect you, you simply weren't worthy of respect. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I would have played it but you know y'all do whatever y'all want to do she always Nikki always gets this you know mean girl rap from people <laughs> like, I, yeah it's not like it's the first time we've heard season. this <laughs> so like I mean it did though sound to me like oh <laughs> like, somebody was not trying to deaf you up at the after party right like was it was it like you saw her being rude to somebody or was it she did something that hurt your feelings like didn't want to take a picture like some people were referencing like maybe the one time they've seen the two of them interact which was when nikki won a vma and said something tiffany Haddish, i think was presenting it with kevin hart um, and she had made something about some joke about fifth harmony that i don't remember and nikki said something like don't come for fifth harmony because normani is that bitch like do you remember that i vaguely do but also didn't that group split up like three weeks later and is no that- i think they were split up prior to that uh, well Maybe. so then that's even more confusing because normani is either way fifth harmony like <laughs> she isn't that group that group is five girls Anyway, Tiffany Haddish was literally standing behind her laughing after she said it. Oh, okay. (laughs) So that is probably not it It didn't seem like she was mad about it. And it doesn't even seem like that would be a thing to be mad about. Right. I think it was something that the cameras and the rest of us never saw. Yeah, maybe. Whatever. (laughs) Didn't need to be on Clubhouse, but Tiffany did give a fuck. (laughs) Um, All right, let's move on. Um, Rihanna apparently is coming out your head top with a brand new bag or for a brand new bag. <laughs> she does not stop. She refuses. She won't ever. Um, so Fenty hair looks like it's about <laughs> to be a thing. Rihanna's company mm-hmm. uh, applied for a trademark 
of that name, Fenty Hair, and um, this. They're saying that the line could include shampoo, hair relaxer, straight lotions, <laughs> lotions, <laughs> lotions. Hold on, <laughs> lotions, bleach, color products. And hair glitter. Now, this is the way that this works. I want y'all to understand that that doesn't mean that these are the things that they're going to be selling. Uh, when you file for trademarks and stuff like that, a lot of them are just category. Like, th- the category mm-hmm. that you yep. apply for will just be like, these are the things that come underneath it. So, you know, you're covered on all of those things. Fenty hair could just be shampoo. It could just be glitter. It could be everything that I just named. But I want y'all just mm-hmm. before y'all get bored and jump. That's how yeah. that works. Yes. As far as I know. It. No, I mean, <laughs> as far as I know, that's how it works, too. I just am picturing Rihanna on a box of just for me. <laughs> <laughs> just for Fenty. Yeah. And it's just like nine-year-old Rihanna with a perm. <laughs> I cannot handle it. I kind of want it to exist, and then like 98% of me desperately does not want it to exist. But I want to mm. see this mock-up real bad. I mean, we'll see what... Rihanna's what selling a perm. It's just too much for me. I cannot handle that. <laughs> and you know, like, most of this means zero to me. Like, I don't... Like, you know what I could see? I'm her just... own bleach and her own line of hair dyes. Mm-hmm. And like, you know... Cream whatever product. other alternative <laughs> no <laughs> like I can't really see Rihanna doing the whole shampoo conditioner leave-in thing because honestly there's like a trillion brands that do that I see her taking is- it to like the the hashtag alternative side where it's bleach and dye and like other specialty hair products <laughs> to do something different not regular everyday maintenance products but don't they, I mean, there are like a million different kinds of foundation and skin products and stuff too, isn't there? Like, I don't see that being something that would stop her from being like, I mean, I'm going to make leave-in conditions. That's true. That's true. There are, although uh, the Fenty makeup definitely changed shit up as far as like the number of shades offered in one yes. brand. I mm-hmm. don't think, I don't think that Fenty skin is, you know, particularly revolutionary as far as like changing the skincare game or anything like not that her products are bad but it's not like they are reinventing the wheel so you're right it might be you know a co-wash but i just see her going like way to the other side of things i think at this point people like like you might be right i think that at the same time people are just into her shit like the makeup had oh, a really yeah. good debut specifically for what you mentioned or <laughs> like the availability of all of these different shades and stuff. Um, so I feel like, yeah, they could just be like, here's our shampoo or whatever. But yeah, maybe they also will be like, oh yeah, we're doing like hair glitter <laughs> and you know, for the Northwest aged people, we've got little clips on the babies. Like, they'll put in like a box of cereal like a little strand like a, a little a little piece of hair that's bang. like sea foam neon breeze. I was gonna say neon 
Yeah, they do have little barrettes with a track hanging off of them, right. glued to the back. That could be it, you know? Or, you know, her own got-to-be kind of products. <laughs> yeah. Which um, might be might be wise, so, yeah. Twitter user don't give a fuck underscore uh, <laughs> responded, <laughs> responded to the Fenty Hair News by saying, can't wait to be around the house in my Fenty furniture with my Fenty skin on and my Savage Fenty Doing my Fenty hair, wearing Fenty Puma while listening to absolutely nothing. (laughs) What you mean nothing? That girl made like eight albums. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She has so many great songs. Y'all better go cut on anti (laughs) again. Right. That is so fucking Listen. Wait. She said, you know what? Pay more than music. Everything. Everything. Mm. Intended to cover the categories of hair care preparations, dandruff, shampoo, hair, waving preparations, and more. I don't know what any of this means. Yes, a wave kit. (laughs) (laughs) Wave kits is just light perms. (laughs) Okay. They just meant to take you from kinky to kind of curly (laughs) instead of completely straight. (gasps) An activator. Fenty activator, nigga. I can't wait to see what you do, Rihanna. Um, so as we know, Adele um is amidst a divorce separation situation, and Still? apparently, well, it seems to be wrapping right up because oh, okay. they seem to have agreed. It seems like it's going quite um ideally, you know, as they, amicably as possible. Good for them, right? Uh, neither one of them are seeking uh, spousal support. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Because I'm pretty sure they're both rich. And they have agreed to joint legal and physical custody of their eight-year-old son. Amen. And I even read that, that they live across the street from each other in L.A. to co-parent. So it sounds like the girls are fine. <laughs> like, Good. I, I hope it is just the damn, this ain't gonna work out situation instead of fuck you, I hate you. Right. I read also <laughs> that it was like they just realized they weren't in love anymore and they're doing the best they can to get along and raise their kid. You know, that sucks, but it's probably the ideal breakup. Yeah, like when you were literally married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I... Also read that they are dealing with like, <laughs> like separation. Uh, how what do you call it? Like assets, like oh, dividing the assets. Yeah, that's and, probably uh, the the most difficult part. Is like of the millions of dollars we have made and spent. Who gets what? I read that. Yeah. Um, they're having that dealt with them, through, like dealt with for them mm-hmm. through like attorneys and mediation. Oh, or absolutely! Well, so I'm not like, calling you. They about literally were these like, dishes. "Bitch, I'm like, just <laughs> come get it." <laughs> oh, you love your bike? That's fine. Like <laughs> it's across the street. So good for them. Good for you, Adele. Yeah. You know, maybe that next album is not going to be as spicy as the girls thought it was going to be. And I hope it's not because that's really ugly when y'all do that to people. They do it to so many people who have created their favorite hurt songs. Like, motherfuckers 
hate for Mary J. Blige to be happy when Mary is in a good place. Y'all bitches be so upset. Y'all be disgusted. Like, damn, this woman can't know peace. Because you want the music? Go listen to the music that's already out. Child, niggas heard about Adele's divorce and celebrated. (laughs) That ain't right. When that bitch put out Just Fine, they were like, well, I'm just not, Mary. I'm not. So kick those boots off and well, get to crying, you go bitch. pick up my life. <laughs> go find it on your favorite streaming service and leave right, me out of it. <laughs> are still like, who listens to like a, a song from when they were in junior high or whatever era that like really affected them that like you, what do you go back and listen to it and be like, it's not the same. <laughs> no, bitch, it's always the same. <laughs> what? It takes Anyways. you back to those moments for a reason. Let me tell you something. After the hurricane by one Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, leave me alone. Leave me alone, actually. Save my life. With, <laughs> with honestly, the majority life. of Jasmine's music. It has yes. fucked me up from yes. the beginning. Like, yeah. So, yeah. I. <laughs> She's always a tearjerker. What was that first single? Boy, I need you bad as a heartbeat, bad as the food. What yeah, is that song bad. called? Yes, you need you. Oh, need my you God. My dumbass. Yes, need you bad. I can still mm-hmm. remember like the road I was on when I was driving mm-hmm. in my car and first heard that mm-hmm. song. Like that is the impact that some music has on us. But do I expect Jasmine Sullivan to still same. be that same person? <laughs> do I expect her to still be that girl now a whole like 12 years later or whatever? Of course not. <laughs> I vividly remember driving home from the club on 995 blasting Jasmine and Bali. I love so. that you were coming home from the club because I was on my way to work. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 8.47 a.m. and I was praying I made it into the parking garage by 8.50 so I could be at my desk by 9. Well, good for you, Miss Adele. And <laughs> nothing but peace to you, sis. That one also got a good tweet when they said Adele wasn't paying spousal support. Somebody said, hell no, from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's fucking right. <laughs> Spousal support. I'd be goddamn. Listen, Adele said I might have been in love, but a bitch was not stupid. You got me all the way. Fuck. Um. So, have you heard about this Kirk Franklin situation? Oh my Christ! <sighs> <laughs> no, I'm not laughing. <laughs> Um, I have heard so, about it. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk Franklin and his oldest son, Carrion Franklin, or Carrion. I don't know. I'm sorry, sorry. Um, they have not so great a relationship. Um, and his son put a lot of that on blast mm-hmm. over the weekend. Apparently, they very recently got into a uh, heated argument over the phone. Uh, and Carrion was uh, <laughs> recording it and decided to release it for the girls so we could all hear his daddy cussing him out, um, including moments where he called him Poe Skinny and <laughs> saying, "Not I'm not laughing. Cause it's you not are funny. cracking he... up. <laughs> and he also said something about breaking his neck. It was very not Kirk Franklin. And, like, I remember um, asking for plies to become Kirk Franklin, not the other way around. 
So once again, I feel as though this podcast is cursed and anything <laughs> that we say on here turns into negativity and darkness. Um, not, not exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> anyway, um, Kirk Franklin w- went to Twitter with the prayer hands emoji and a heart. And apologize to everyone. He said that he and his family have been trying uh, to work through counseling and all kinds of stuff, prayer to, I guess, heal and find some sort of a resolution in. Mm, look at you. Do we need a look at you? Is that is mean to do that? Revolution, but it's fine. This is such an inappropriate. You story are, and you are down. Ought to be shamed, child. Look at this nigga. (laughs) So he apologized to everyone who had to hear him cussing, and because he was cuh. Oh yeah, he was saved. Where? (laughs) Um, and you know, just said keep him and his family in prayers. He said that he even called the therapist on that same phone call, but his son didn't include that point. That part. The son has since. You know, jump back on and claim that he's not been consistent with counseling and it's all cap with the cap emoji <laughs> and all that stuff. And so to me, like everybody seemed to have their opinions on it. Um, and it, it it kind of seemed like most of them were biased opinions. It was like people with kids were like, I too yep. am tired. Of when these motherfuckers get disrespected. He said he felt disrespected. And we didn't really hear much besides him getting dragged. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit up here and be like, Kurt Franklin is a terrible abusive father. Because I myself don't have kids. Um, but I want to say I could understand being frustrated and getting into an argument with your kid if you feel disrespected by them. I think threats of violence... And shit like that is absolutely unacceptable. I hope that he also understands that while the church is patting him on the back. Mm. Um, and that he can take accountability for that shit as well. But um, on the other side, like a lot of people who have really toxic relationships with parents, abusive relationships or history with their parents, mother or father, were like completely... You know, they were looking at things from a different perspective. And I'm just like, this is a tiny, like, blip in their story and their right. life. And ultimately, it's not for us to judge because we don't know these people. We damn sure don't know enough about their relationship um, to, you know, start mouthing off and, and making quick enough assumptions. Like, I don't really know what they're their relationship or like the root of the difficulties of it comes from. But yeah, hearing Kirk Franklin cuss up a storm on his phone or whatever was something else. Uh, So Mm -hmm. good luck to everybody. I hope they can heal from this in some way or whatever, but whatever I was going to say, whatever you do, don't go on Ayanla. But Kirk Franklin would never in his life. Ayanla don't have the budget for that. <clears throat> no. Can you fucking imagine? Kirk Frank Kirk would never his goddamn. No, he wouldn't. And honestly, for good reason. There's no good reason for great to reason. go on Neon Lou. She's not cutting a check that's big enough to make it worth it. But yeah. um, 
I I I definitely agree that we don't know even 90% of the real story here or the full story here. I should say that because as much as you can say, you know, this is part of one conversation and we didn't hear what happened before or after that, we certainly didn't hear any footage with a therapist or anything like that. Um as as much as that is true, it is also true that if your father is cussing you out like this, y'all probably didn't just start beefing yesterday. Like, right. It's also probable that y'all have had a very strained history for whatever reason. And I won't even begin to guess at what, because we don't know. Like I said, right. So much about this that we don't understand. I do think that calling your child, your offspring, because this person is not a child. He is his child, but he is not a child. He is 32 years old. He'll be 33 in May. Yes. Kirk made sure we knew that. And so (laughs) I don't know if this is like a, you know, the nigga was asking for money all the time and and wanted to be supported. Like, I don't know what, what's at the root of their shit. But I also don't think it's appropriate to call somebody who you brought into this world a bitch ass nigga. I just don't think that that is appropriate language for a father or any parent to be using against their child, especially out of anger. Like, especially right. when you say in all these other things where it's not like, this bitch ass nigga cut me on spades. You know, like I can kind of see that, <laughs> you know, to some degree when you don't actually mean it, but to call your child a bitch ass nigga and mean that shit, it just feels wrong. I'm just saying. Spades is the first situation I thought of where where would somebody say that but not really, really mean it? Spades. So I could maybe see I that. Can't. But this was the whole thing was a lot to listen to. And yeah. Um, I also watched his apology video, Kirk's apology video, where he talked about calling the therapist and all this. Um, And what I thought was really interesting was that Kirk Franklin chose to apologize to us. Right. Because apologies are to make things right with the person who you hurt or offended or slighted in some way. That is not what he did to us because we are not the ones you called a bitch ass nigga. (laughs) <laughs> that's literally what i said when i watched the video and he was like i want to apologize to y'all i was like nigga you ain't threatening to beat right. my ass like you ain't call me poor skinny what right. the fuck you, apologize you didn't me tell poor, me nigga. to get out the goddamn way you didn't call me no bitch <laughs> ass like apologize. it would have been way more than one instagram post if you had did that to me so and i honestly believe most kirk franklin fans weren't upset with him no definitely at all not. They, they weren't even trying started talking about how you wasn't gonna get them to stop listening to kirk franklin which okay right nobody tried to do that like nobody was even really i don't think a lot of his fans that he apologized to were even really trying to hear what his son was saying because through all the paragraphs and and stories and stuff that i saw him post i just saw someone who wants a relationship with his family. I don't know how toxic or not toxic he he might be to them or vice versa or whatever, but it didn't seem like he was just like, these niggas suck dick and I hate all of them and they can kiss the crack of my ass. Like, he just kept talking about how he doesn't have a relationship with his family, his family's not there for him, they've never been there for him, blah, blah, blah. How much of that is true? I don't know. But it seems, it just seems like something that, just should not be for us, doesn't need to be for us, and I hope that they can figure it out. 
Um, yeah, that would be ideal. I just feel like if when people get to the point of publicizing it on, on social media, it's because they don't see and into things, you know, playing out in real life. Some people like mess. Some people like mm-hmm. to be in the headlines. I don't know if that's true of Carry On Franklin or not, but some people post on social media because they feel like they don't <coughs> really know what else to do. Again, I don't know enough about mm-hmm. their history. I do know that Kirk Franklin has his own issues around his parents because he was put up for adoption and his biological father, like he had to come to terms with all those feelings he felt about his own father choosing to put him up for mm. adoption. Right. So I was like, you know, still just a psychology student. So I'm not diagnosing nobody, but I'm just looking at, <laughs> I just like to make that clear. I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is that I'm noticing facts and I'm drawing that? lines. That's all I'm saying. I just feel like, Something in the something in the middle. Of course, in our business is their life right now is studying this stuff. Correct. <laughs> so of course you like. Hmm. hmm. Now that I think but about also it, this. but you've always done and that. all right. I mean, like I'm literally I'm studying this shit all day every day. So of course I'm seeing shit. <laughs> that is a good point. I'm, once I'm reading the story and and taking in everything into consideration, but ultimately, I feel like I don't. Um, I don't know enough about it other than to comment on the facts of it. And the fact of the matter is I think that that was an inappropriate way to talk about your child. And Mm -hmm. I hope that uh, carry on finds peace. Yeah. Because it sounds like y'all might just need some extended space away from one another and ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Maybe there's like a, maybe it's like a separate therapy that can right. at some point graduate. Yeah. I don't think one. family <clears throat> therapy is necessarily the move right now, especially if your father is paying for it, because your father might be paying for like some therapist who is a giant stand of his and is like a Christian family therapist on top of that. So not that those mm, bitch. not that they're <laughs> inherently messy, but a lot of Christian therapists, their job is first and foremost to push biblical teachings instead of individual healing a lot of it's them, always going to be wrapped yeah in it's the, always yes. going to be yeah your feelings are hurt and your dad should do better but ultimately this is your father and the bible says to honor that father and mother so Truth. you need to put aside yes. your feelings so that you and dad can have a relationship and that is mm-hmm. just mm, that don't curl all the way over for me <laughs> yeah. so you know who knows but yes i hope he does find his own individual therapy and i hope he finds peace with the situation because this is a mess no more talking down on your kids and no more telling us your family drama and stuff like that. Save it for your own <clears throat> home and private settings. I mean, is this not what we say every week to these celebrities? Every week we say, I mean, please yeah. get off Instagram because... <laughs> and I feel like a big part of the reason like a lot of celebrity kids do this is because when they have like... When they have famous parents, powerful parents, whatever, I feel like they feel like their one way of, of having an advantage over them is taking it to social media and putting them on blast. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that's the right thing to do or healthy thing. I literally just said it's not. But I feel like that's a part of the reason why we get these stories ever so often of this famous person's kid being like, I'm upset with my parent and there. And sometimes we find out that the person really is a toxic ass, you know, oh, yeah. horrible person to their kids. 
And, you know, other times we find out like, oh, they didn't get you a Rolls Royce for right. Christmas this year. So you never really know what happens. But yeah, good luck to them. Yeah, I just uh, it's a it is it is a mess that we unfortunately were brought into and you know, uh Instagram might make you feel better in the moment, but ultimately it doesn't fix problems and if people are real with themselves, they know that they do the same thing or they know people who do and that drives like all of the Facebook mess you see every time you log in. So like people do this, they bitch about their loved ones on social media. It's just nobody cares when y'all do it. Plies literally tweeted that was not my dog on the phone that was me I, I saw that shit I said leave actually leave us alone you know what Plies got like, them teeth and now you really can't tell exactly. that nigga nothing he is yeah. a bad bitch now <laughs> <laughs> like sir please he sees the jokes though <laughs> my last um, topic I might say for the reads uh, it's not at the 50 yet we can do this quickly um so Stacey Dash says that she's a changed woman. Of course she did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fun! Is it okay. not the, the checks are not the checks aren't clearing no more, Stacey? Hell, hell the fuck no, they're not. <laughs> um. What happened in the last couple of months to make the checks dry up, Stace? So, yes, um, Stacey Dash, who was fired from Fox News in 2016. um, Imagine that. Hmm. Fired for Fox News for for being too bright. They don't have they don't have standards over there. So I'm just a a little stunned. She told Daily Mail TV that she was uh, typecast by Fox News as the angry black Republican woman and <clears throat> that she no Type longer care. supports Donald Trump and that she apologizes for offensive comments that she might have made back in the one time. Might? <laughs> um, Girl. Stacy. I'm almost 1,000% certain that whoever is foolish enough to still be working with you told you to say (laughs) and and do these things, right? I want you to consider the fact that this is so transparent in its bullshit (laughs) that it was kind of pointless. So Donald Trump ain't the president no motherfucking more, right? You been ain't had no motherfucking job. And you realize ain't nobody's trying to book you no more because you were even... Too racist for the racists. Stacy, don't come around and be trying to do like an and I'm black again book tour girl. Like nobody. Right. It doesn't even feel like you genuinely understand how you fucked up. Also, she wasn't even just like tripping and falling into fucked up conversations. She was talking shit with her whole ass chest. There shouldn't be Black History Month anymore. All of you niggas are niggers. <laughs> like, like, it was just. But I mean, she constantly. I don't. I don't get her. I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I think that's the right way to say it. I don't understand Stacy's motivations. I don't understand her use of the word typecast. It. <laughs> doesn't make sense but you know 
I also don't have no sympathy for <clears throat> black people who jumped on the Trump train for a dollar. Diamond and Silk can similarly go to hell. Candace yeah. Owens, whatever that bitch is doing, it's not moisturizing her scalp. She can continue to nope. do that. I just, yeah. I can't even, um, it's just, uh, some dumb niggas, random niggas, journalists and things <laughs> along that nature who were on the Trump shit. All of y'all, like all of y'all can just fuck off. I don't care that you're trying to make make it good with the black community again because you know that's your only way of getting paid. I literally, I don't care. Didn't Waka Flocka's mama, wasn't she like... Yeah, I didn't get too deep into that, but I did hear her called out for being a Trump supporter. Right. And then I saw a, a preview for some reality show the other day where she, like, they are at brunch or whatever and she talks about being a Trump supporter and everybody's like, oh, mm. hell no. <clears throat> So I'm guessing that's maybe growing up hip hop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is because it was on We TV. I was watching um, Love After Lockup, which I just <laughs> I fucking stand that show. It's so good. So oh, it's such a mess. So yeah. yeah, growing up hip hop is terrible, but they're gonna get people with oh, yeah. with Deb talking about being a fucking Trump supporter. But like, I literally I don't have nothing for y'all. You look at that man and the chaos he was causing even before he was in office. And you chose to roll with that. I just, I don't have nothing for you, period. Let's not even talk about it. So, Stacey Dash can fuck right off. She'll be lucky if I watch Clueless. <laughs> like, listen. And you'll get your, th- your, your $38 from me when you watch Clueless or whatever your royalty is. I'm just saying. Okay, hot take. Don't give a fuck. Clueless isn't that great a movie. Ooh. Oh, wait. I don't care. It's not a bad movie by any chance. Uh, I mean, by <laughs> Mm. it's not like i don't think it's a bad movie i just think that it like hit a lot of points in terms of fun and style for teens and in that era um i don't find it to be very funny um i found a lot of the characters to be quite annoying uh so i don't really go out of my way to watch clueless very often well i mean and there's the britney murphy thing too Yes, there is a lot of it is is the Britney Murphy nostalgia. I mean, and Clueless, it really hits a certain moment if you were a teenager in that time. Like that, it takes you back to that exact moment. But you know, I haven't seen it recently enough to to necessarily co-sign with that. But I I do understand the points you are making. I did enjoy the television show um, theme song, though, very very much, and still do to this day. (laughs) Like so good. She has a and heart on her sleeve. She is literally the Polaroid <laughs> of perfection. Not literally a like, Polaroid. What okay. a <laughs> right, right? That doesn't. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> that word doesn't. <laughs> it's fine. Y'all are gonna be pissed at me today. Talking, <laughs> laughing at people getting called Poe. Now I'm saying clueless is great. I'm gonna look at it again just to see. I I know like from the beginning, the thing with her and her stepbrother getting together really freaked me out. It was just so gross to me, even though they had only just become step siblings like eight months earlier, whatever it was. I was yeah. just like, oh, this is nasty. It just felt wrong to me, that whole part yeah. of the movie. I haven't watched it in a few years either, so yeah, maybe I'll watch it again for some reason. I also told some people the other day that I don't like brown sugar. 
And that was also like, oh my God, are you even black? So I told oh, watch- <laughs> You know when niggas do that, that when you say you don't like love and basketball. Oh my God. I don't. I don't either. And they get so mad every time. And yes, honestly, the relationship in Brown Sugar, not really something I want for myself. I just, those <laughs> those early 2000s black movies, though, they got a hold on niggas and I'm not mad. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. I'm not saying you should hate it or that you have <laughs> shit taste if you enjoy the movie. I just don't like it. But Brown Sugar to I'm not me a is really... less offensive than, um, what was I just saying? Love and Play basketball. Play you for your heart. Yes. Love and basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that shit <laughs> I just don't really like rom-coms <laughs> at all um two can play that game I think I realize is like the one that I'm like actually a fan of that I guess two can play that game is comedy. it took me out of it with all the shots to the camera <laughs> I just really enjoy the pacing of that and Anthony Anderson and Monique made the whole thing funny um Mm. Anyway, that's my um, two cents for today. We're done with the hot tops. Let's take a break and then read your letters. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important. And I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so we are back and it is now time for your letters. It sure is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Um, Let's see here. We have a question about, 
what in the world was that? Have you seen um, this show called Hunter by Hunter? Or maybe it's Hunter x Hunter, but... It's just Hunter Hunter. Oh, Hunter Hunter, my bad. So have you seen it? Because mm-hmm. somebody <laughs> said that they thought that you... Uh, might like it based off Steven Universe and Avatar The Last Airbender. So I'm like, would I like it? I don't really know why they made those particular comparisons. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> um, But I like Hunter Hunter. I don't think you would, but oh, no. I'm not saying give it a not, don't give it a shot. Um, It's just it's like that's like a classic anime it's been around for quite some time oh it's not so. new no it's not new. oh no. okay <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm i'm not understanding okay never there. mind yeah, i Hunter, thought i put I you like onto the... something no. <laughs> <laughs> all right never mind <laughs> moving on <laughs> right um we also have an update this week from monty if you remember monty was the one who um um, his best friend's brother suddenly passed away and then his friend kind of texted him and was like really wilding out and was like, mm-hmm. how you mad at me and all this? So we got an update. Monty said, I actually met up with my friend. We had appetizers, appetizers and drinks. He was dancing around the conversation. So I took control and brought it up. He apologized several times for his behavior during his time of grief. And I also apologized for my part in the situation. We kept drinking and started reflecting over old times. And out of nowhere, he revealed to me that he always thought of me as more than just his friend. And he expected more attention from me while he was grieving. This shocked the hell out of me because we're both straight men. I kind of just blew it off because I don't see him in that way. And I just wanted my friend back. Nothing more. Since then, we've been texting every day and hanging out occasionally, but we have not revisited that conversation. Thanks, Monty. Yep. So fun. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) That was a plot twist (laughs) for your ass. (laughs) Did not. See that coming? Nope. It's also same. So, um, why do I love this? <laughs> I mean, it could be the start of a love story or the start of a very painful end to a friendship. Yeah, it, it sounds like it should be left where it is. <laughs> like, it kind of does sound like it should be left where it is until he is ready to bring it up again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kudos to you for you know just letting having the conversation <laughs> and. I mean, having the overall conversation and it going well and continuing to have conversations and things and not making stuff weird. Um, Amen. And I hope that things uh, remain on the up and up. But yeah, that's definitely something you're going to have to keep an eye on because, you know, a lot of... Just never know. A lot of decisions that he makes might be based on those feelings now and you're going to have a different outlook on a lot of stuff. Right? right? Like, is he doing this because it's genuinely how he feels or are his feelings, these are these feelings sort of affecting it? It's just a, it's a little bit more complicated, but it's not like something that needs to be friendship ending. And hopefully now that that's something that y'all have discussed and it's out there that y'all can um, 
mm. move better, move with a better understanding of of one another and where y'all are coming from. Because yeah, it was kind of confusing <laughs> how he was acting, but now it's not. Yeah, now it's not. Because you know, it it would have made sense, I guess, if I had thought of it from a "I have romantic feelings for you" perspective, but. Mm-hmm. definitely yeah, wasn't thinking about it like that so interesting development and, <laughs> and kudos to him as well for being brave enough to share that with you yeah i mean it took some drinks but he let it out <laughs> yeah <laughs> but good so well all right <laughs> <laughs> good luck you guys um well our uh next letter comes from tony who says Hey, y'all, I have always had an issue with my neighbors, but during this Papa Sancher, it has been exponentially worse. I live in government housing, so the insulation in my apartment is trash, and my neighbor plays their music so loud all the time, no matter what time of day it is. Sometimes I'm in class, sometimes my daughter in class, but it don't matter because no time of day is off limits. They always play their music loud as hell and sometimes I actually tiptoe around my apartment in hopes that they won't hear me and then turn the volume up. I have severe anxiety so it's hard for me to go over there and speak with them to turn it down. I've done it though over the last four years despite the near panic attack that it almost causes me to do so. However now that we're in this pumpkin pie I'm afraid to go down there even more than I have been in the past because they have not been socially distancing at all over the past year and they have had multiple parties they're actually having one right now as i type this <laughs> at 1 17 a.m the lady who lives in that I'm apartment sorry. went to school with my mama so i try to be respectful but i am so frustrated <laughs> what mm-hmm. i never went to school with my mama. the lady in the party apartment went to school with your mama. i can fully see this i don't know why it's the oklahoma in me maybe i completely see this I really do. Not your mom's classmate having functions. I can see. Maybe because my grandma lived across the street from the projects. And so literally I have friends who stayed in the projects whose mamas went to school with my mama. So (laughs) maybe that's why I see it, but I see it. All right. Um, so yeah, I don't remember where where we were. Oh yeah. The biggest problem right now is that it's, the music has been affecting my daughter a lot too lately. So to see her be so frustrated and upset when she's only 10 years old is tough. I hate having to get dressed just to go to ask my neighbor to be considerate of others. I don't want to call the police because that's wrong. And I just won't do that to another black person. But I also don't want to speak with the people in the office in case they would try to get her evicted for this. I honestly mm. don't know what to do. Any advice you have would be appreciated um thank you so much tony hmm i hate when niggas put you between a rock and a hard place right right like they fully taking Mm. advantage of the fact that ain't nobody finna really do nothing about it yeah that's what it sounds like to me um you know, that is, I think, a part of it, the difficulty of, you know, chilling in one space, um, assuming that you're chilling in one space through this entire pantaloon, because it's like we are getting ever the familiar with our neighbors. <laughs> um, so, 
some of the girls have been far more uh, present than they've needed to be or than, <laughs> than, than we would like them to. Um, and like I get irked by any damn thing that my neighbors Same. do, and it's like. Anything. Like sometimes I will be going downstairs and my neighbors have the like literally the ones next to me have the the habit of like of cracking their front door open. Like they put they move the little like you know the latch for the yeah. they move that out into so that the door like stays propped open. Yeah, but why? And they just have it open there all day while they like cook or clean or whatever and i'm just like for the fuck like why do i need to be involved anytime i'm leaving my apartment and whatever right. the fuck going on in your house like you don't have windows how are you <laughs> like, how are you just that trusting of the world to leave your front right. door wide the fuck up you know anybody could just walk in this bitch <laughs> why would you do but, that I don't know oh, if no. they're, you know, <laughs> Canadian or... Like, they have some flavor of white. <laughs> we don't do that. Don't they say people in Canada don't be locking their doors or some dumb shit? That's probably All not true. All day long? No. Maybe while you go take the trash to the shoot, but not all damn day. <laughs> they be in there kicking it with the door cocked oh, open. It's no. just... It's er- so, like I just and I can't even really pinpoint what about it I hate but I do I just don't like I hate it. that too so back to your issues um I just feel like if if damn it because <laughs> they are fully using your mama's classmate mm-hmm. <laughs> as they are as like their little you know ticket to debauchery (laughs) i feel like you should you i i think that you should be permitted to say something to them about it um and if that isn't oh i like y'all be giving me hard ones sometimes (laughs) it's like i can't even honestly say that if i were in that if in this like same position that i would be like yo y'all need to do something about these motherfuckers right because i also know my heart and i can be like an i don't give a fuck cold ass bitch but in positions like this especially if we're talking about a black lady i'm uh yeah it neutralizes you (laughs) it really really does i don't know i feel like i would still make some sort of an effort to get them to understand, like, look, if if we're not going to do something about this shit, then I'm just going to go ahead and do what I need to do. Because at this point, you're disturbing my peace. And I, it's not even like we have all of these options to just hit the road. For, you know what I mean? Like, right. Like, when I lived in, like, my first, first ever apartment by myself, I had so many loud, annoying neighbors. And sometimes I would just leave the apartment. And like, oh, yes. go walk around and listen to music if it wasn't freezing or something like that, or go find something to do. Or I would go find something to do to get out them people's house. <laughs> so, you know, it's not like we have those options like that right now. I mean, you could still go for a walk, I suppose. But if you're in many places like us right now in the middle of March, walking ain't always, you know, a blast right now. <laughs> It's still cold out here. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a blast of freezing cold wind. Um, So, yeah, I think I would try to get them to understand, like, look, I'm sick of the shit and y'all motherfuckers know you're not supposed to be doing this shit anyway. And I don't want to have to put you and Mother Winslow out on the street. (laughs) 
like, something needs to be done. You are not shit for that one. <laughs> Listen, it's a rare condition this day. <laughs> Leave me the hell alone. <laughs> Tell them people to cut the shit, like cut the shit. If it and and like the girls have been having parties, like don't yeah, they get it twisted. But Mama said not only do they have parties all the time, they're having one right now while she is typing this. That's she's, like that's she's enough. Set up. <laughs> it's giving me like they're charging at the door because of the economy. Yeah. And, um, you know, I heard the new stimmies are going wild, so maybe that will help uh, calm no, things down. No, I don't but... think so, actually. It just means everybody's going to bring a bigger bottle to the next party. Yeah, that's so, true. <laughs> it might actually get a little worse. Right. Gucci belt buckles at the next oh, party. Oh, yeah. Um, But just because there is this lady that went to school with your mama who's over there or whatever doesn't mean that y'all don't deserve peace of mind in your own motherfucking house where I'm assuming you're paying to live. So something needs to be did. And I think that I would try to, in whatever way, whether it's through a note, email, whatever, directly to these people, say, look, cool, I get it, but enough is enough. Something needs to be done. Like, I I need y'all to do something. Because I play music in the house. The only time I ever play music in the house without headphones is when I'm in the shower. Because that's my... You know, oh, yeah. Like, like, zone out type of... That's my yeah. zone out time and whatever, whatever. And I think I've had one moment where I was playing something bassy. Like, when I'm playing fucking Summer Walker and SZA and shit, <laughs> right. Emily King and shit in the shower, nobody has a problem. Of course not. But it's... As soon as I play Fabio Foreign or Megan Thee Stallion or some shit with a a heavy knock, they're like, so one time I was in the shower and I was playing some rap shit or whatever. And I'm fairly certain that they, I heard them like bang on the wall from the other side. When I tell you that I turned my fucking Apple Beats, whatever that fucking speaker, the pill. (laughs) When I tell you I turned that shit all the way up. Of course you did. What the fuck you talking about, bitch? Like... I've been here playing music on this thing for 20, 30 minutes at a fucking time. And it's not like I take a shower at 3 a.m. Right. So, like, get off of my sack. Leave me the fuck alone. But if the girls are having functions and it's distressed, you know, distracting and distressing you and things like that, I think that you have the right to say, hey, let's do something about it. Not only because, you know, I'd like to have peace of mind without my brain rattling around in its skull when mm-hmm. I'm at the fucking crib. There is that. But also, we are literally in a pan-Africanism. So I don't think that... Please. <laughs> no, a festival is for now. So... Uh, yeah, um... I think, you know, as long as they are inside of, you know, the government mandated quiet hours of your city or town or or province or whatever, then, you know, it is what it is. Um, But if it's outside, if it's like during those hours (coughs) where niggas are like legally supposed to be quieter, then I think you have uh, more of a ground to stand on here. And like Kiff Fury said, I think... 
you are well within your right. If for no other reason than because it's really fucking with your daughter and she's only 10 years old and like <laughs> she should be able right. to go to Zoom school without hearing whop in the background. <laughs> like it's just, you know, niggas also need to be realistic. Like you don't live in this building by yourself. So you do have to be considerate <laughs> of other people. <laughs> Don't call Millie, Millie. This is Zoom algebra, okay? <laughs> this is Zoom algebra. It is not the time for macaroni in a pot. Right. Now, like, we just don't have so, time for that right now. This baby is supposed to be multiplying. <laughs> That's not even my house. I don't even know why they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if if nothing else your daughter deserves. So I would tell them, look, I don't want to like make this a thing. But I have I have to work. My I have school. My child has school. Like it's fucking with us being able to live our lives. And if it ca- yeah. if it came right down to it, I would rather go to the the office that runs the building and say something to them before I would ever call the police. Like I'm just never calling right. the police right, 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 on right. black people unless yeah, that not. black people unless that black person is like actively trying to murder me in that moment. I'm just not <laughs> right. calling the police. Right. So, <laughs> so that's not an option. But if I have to file a complaint, if it gets to that point, then I would do that. But honestly, niggas should just be like, come on, man. I'm asking, can my yeah. daughter go to school? Can she go to school? Like, and I think that, like, approaching it from that perspective of, you know, I'm not trying to start no shit or get nobody in trouble. It's like, what can you really say after Like, you that? can't be mad my at me kids. for that. I'm trying to <laughs> like, let my baby go to school. <laughs> like, again... Assuming you're paying to live here <laughs> just the same way other motherfuckers right. are. Your fucking baby got to go to school and you should be able to, I don't know, have dinner together or get some rest or watch Cuckoo Malone without <laughs> having to hear the latest Roddy Rich in the background. <laughs> so, like, if you were coming to them on, like, we some banging on the it, wall right. like my neighbor did or whatever, then I could see them being like, what the fuck? Mm-mm. But you coming into them and be like, look, just... Can y'all, my baby really is trying to learn. Right. They they really can't be mad or at that. Sleep. If they are, <laughs> or they do have an attitude or whatever about that, then yeah, I absolutely would go to the building and let them handle it. Yeah. Or if you can do something, I don't know if you can do anything to increase the noise, the noise absorption in your own apartment. They might have like those, you know, those noise blankets that you can hang up to like make a little makeshift studio or something. Yeah, I know what you mean. They might have something like that on Amazon. I don't know if that would really help because. But should you even have to go? You should not. You really should not have to do that. And really, the fault lies with the government for putting y'all in this building that is not insulated properly enough in between units. (laughs) Like, Mm. this is their like fault. But you, your, you and your daughter both deserve better than to have to put up with that all the time, like all day, every day. Yeah. Our baby going to start just freestyling during Zoom meetings. <laughs> <laughs> she can't focus. All she hears is bass. Oh, Lord. God bless it. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with the conversation. Let us know how it goes. Um, Our next question this week. Let's see. Who shall we go with next? Mm. Here we go. We have a letter from Miles who says, I'm 24 and I've been talking to this guy, Jeff, who is 30 since last March. We both live in the Caribbean and share similar experiences. 
In 2019, I was diagnosed with PTSD stemming from many things that have happened to me in my life. One part of my trauma is that I contracted an STD in my first ever physical sexual experience when I was 18. I confided a lot of the details to this guy, Jeff, and he was great helping me with flashbacks and all the things that go along with that. However, on this past Sunday, we were having a casual conversation about marriages and infidelity. And I explained that I don't hold the outside person accountable for messing up a marriage unless they have sinister intentions. Tell me why this heifer said, but you also should never go out with a married person anyway, because you might get burnt, just like what happened with you and that first guy that you had sex with. Are you fucking serious? I saw red. Of course you did. Wow. Really? That nigga tried it. My initial response was very calm because my therapist has really been trying to help me do better here lately. But. Jeff just doubled down and kept explaining himself and then trying to apologize, but then explaining even more and then throwing in some gaslighting as all niggas learn in intro to being a nigga one oh one. They do. His response is too much of a big <laughs> deal for me to just now I'm picturing niggas going to intro I to being honestly, a nigga. <laughs> literally pictured I literally pictured future in front of a whiteboard. Like, that nigga I Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay. Um, this is too much of a big deal for me to just let go. And this is the first time that he has ever said anything that wild to me. Usually he listens and makes corrections to his behavior, but this time he just walked off the cliff. So I told him nicely to fuck off and blocked him. My problem is that right. therapy has given me a lot of tools to work on communication. And this is the first time that I don't want to communicate with somebody after this kind of incident. Right now, I'm not in the space to let his comment go, whether he apologizes or not. Are there any tips that y'all have on working through hurt like this? A big thing for me is that I'm empathetic and usually I'm open to communication, but I feel like right now it wouldn't do me any good. Any help would be appreciated. Peace and love, Miles. Well, Miles, first of all, I'm sorry that someone who you considered a friend even tried you like that. I just, um, I I really feel like you need to understand that that was so fucked up. Like, severely. That wasn't even like a, like, oops, my bad. Yeah, I fell no, and said that so, was beyond. Something yeah, <laughs> but, like, he tried He it. had no business saying something that fucked up to you. I need you to understand that. Um... I will say, though, I don't think that because you are working on communication and therapy or that that's a part of um, your uh, therapeutic process that you need to communicate with everybody all of the time, regardless of the circumstances. Right. Like, if you are just not in a place where you want to hear anything that this motherfucker has to say right now, I think that's okay. And I don't know how many therapists would urge you to go and have a conversation with somebody that literally violated you right. that you're not ready to talk to, especially if you believe the conversation really wouldn't even do you any good. Um, it sounds like maybe you might be open to talking it out at some point, mm-hmm. but um, I don't think that you need to rush that. Um, at any point I don't think you need to rush that at any time soon and I think that you are more than within your right to take space and hold that motherfucker accountable for how he came at you because that is like yep 
what? It's inexcusable. Him pulling that out of of nowhere also is like, huh? Like, have you just been thinking wild shit about me and my situation this whole last time? And today was the day or tonight was the night that you decided to spew it out? Because it's almost to me like he like bit into an apple and called it an orange. Yeah. What? You didn't even say anything wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's, it's like, honestly, I feel a little too close to this situation because something like this happened to me where, like, somebody who I thought really cared about me basically mocked me for having issues with my father. And I was just Mm. like, oh, wow. So you're somebody that, like, I shared this about. I mean, and not that you're so special. Like I've talked about it on the show, so it's not like it's a secret. But you're somebody who knows this about me, and yet you chose to like, kind of not even really throw it in my face, but like almost like you wanted to hurt me with it. It's just a weird space to be in when it's like, why would you say something like that to me that I chose to share with you? You know, it's like you realize this person that you thought was maybe decent. I mean, not even maybe decent, but somebody that you like cared about for them to do something like that to you is really off putting. So, I mean, just like you, I also blocked that person as soon as this (laughs) as soon as this happened. I have not spoken to that person since. I highly doubt I will ever speak to that motherfucker again. And um, I also am usually open to communication. But when somebody deliberately tries to fuck with me that's something else like i'm open to communicating when maybe you weren't aware of the severity of what you did something like that Mm -hmm. but this man being like but going out with a married person is a mess because you might end up in a fucked up situation just like you did it's like wait a minute wait one fucking second because the fact of the matter is that you can end up catching an std in any sexual encounter with anybody at any time like that is just something that can happen and and stepping out with a married person doesn't mean that (laughs) like i just ah, what the fuck was that nigga trying to say i just (laughs) i don't i have no it doesn't make sense so i am all for you you asked for tips with for dealing with the hurt and i would say first of all just let yourself be hurt yeah don't try to you know don't try to convince yourself that you didn't actually care about him that much because if you did, it would not be affecting you. Don't try to like, I I don't try to like to trick yourself into thinking that this isn't something that you need to work through. And yeah, until you are completely at peace, like you have resolved that inner turmoil around like, damn, I thought you really cared about me and I was vulnerable to you and you did me like this. Until you have fixed that part of it, don't even consider unblocking his number. Because I truly don't care how he is coping right now without you. I don't. Me neither. <laughs> I do not care. He could kiss your entire black ass. That was just wrong. And he'll be lucky yeah. if you ever allow him to apologize to you. I agree. But you have to take care of yourself first and foremost. So, yeah. I mean, I hope you are talking. Did he mention having a therapist? Yeah, therapy. Yeah, therapy. Yeah. You said therapy is at the root of a lot of this. So, yeah. definitely continue to talk to your therapist about it. And when the hard feelings come up, just let yourself experience them. But 
you definitely don't owe this man communication, especially because y'all continued to talk after he said it and he just made it worse for himself. Right. Right. Like immediately the thing to do would have been, holy fuck, I cannot believe I said that. I am so sorry. Like it ain't no trying to explain it. Like all it takes, I mean, the only thing he could have done that would have made me think it was maybe worth it was immediately apologize. But he didn't even do that. So fuck this nigga. Yeah, I agree. Just fuck him. And, you know, he can talk to Jesus about it, talk to his diary, talk to his friends, his mama, his favorite album, literally anybody or anything (laughs) but you. (laughs) Yeah. Because he don't deserve that from you. So I don't give a fuck if he reached out, if you've got an email. I really want to. I don't give a fuck. You do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. If you don't feel like talking to that nigga ever the fuck again, understand that you've got the support of Kitchery and Crystal, if nobody the fuck else. Right. Because that was completely wrong and disgusting and violating. And like Crystal said, like you're coming from it from this whole like shaming thing and you're pulling this motherfucker into the situation and no yeah absolutely not yeah so i hope that you are able to like uh heal from it and and that you don't like internalize any of that bullshit that he spit out at you and you know go on to living your best life yeah Because you deserve that. And again, if you ever get to a place where you feel okay with talking to him, then fine. But Mm -hmm. don't let that nigga create a new Instagram account and then DM you (laughs) and it goes to your little secret (laughs) hidden messages or whatever and still trying to get through to you that way. Like, don't 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 reopen communication until you feel completely ready to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because fuck him. Yes. Woo. All right. Um, let's leave the questions there. If you have one for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, guys, we're back and it is now time for the read. Mm -hmm. And I will just start it out and try and get through this uh, as quickly as possible. So... I want to go to three. I'll just do two. So... 
First of all, I want to say, I'm not sure if you saw this video of these uh, women who assaulted uh, an Uber driver in San Francisco. There are these three girls who were, um, if y'all could leave me alone with the text messages, that would be great. (laughs) There were these three girls who were sitting in the back of an Uber um, when these bitches. Oh my god, (laughs) these bitches! Woo! The driver um, apparently, you know, said to one of them, "Yes, the same girl, (laughs) like the real rowdy non-black one, apparently did not have a mask on." Of course not. And so, you know, COVID, mm-hmm. the entire pancreatic that we're living in. Yep. And hmm, Uber has a whole policy since you're trapped in a box with other people during the fucking pantomime <laughs> that you have to put on a goddamn mask. To So here we are. A whole year sum into this fucking situation. And you motherfuckers acting like you still don't know what the fuck going on out here. Bring it back, Fury. Here we are. So. <laughs> the driver, this poor South Asian man, asked them to get the fuck out of his goddamn vehicle. They refused. He pulled over to a gas station at some point, told them to buy a mask. And it's like the girl is then seen with a mask on her face when this dash cam video comes up. But he's telling them to leave the car. They refuse to. So they start screaming at this man. The one girl, Arna, who is the non-black one. She is um, then seen coughing directly in this man's face from while she's sitting behind him, yelling and screaming all in his damn ear. At one point, the other girl on this like. The one person I think a lot of people have sympathy for, because again, it's three of them, was the girl who was sitting in the middle. Because she was the only one who seemed like she wasn't doing anything and just wanted to go the fuck home. But the other girl on the left side, or I guess right for them, was a black girl by the name of Malaysia King. Of course, she was promptly arrested while (laughs) Arna had to... Had to turn herself in mm-hmm. at the suggestion of her attorney. Well, but they promptly arrested Malaysia's black ass, and I have since seen her mugshot, which might have been from another arrest that had to do with identity theft or something like that. Oh, and I will have you know that Malaysia wears colored contacts. So there you go, Crystal. <laughs> you can do with that what you want. I didn't need no more reasons to be disgusted by her. But they were both coughing. The black girl talking about, and I got COVID. At one point, this girl, Arna, reaches over and snatches the man's phone. And they threaten to beat him up and all of that other shit. I want y'all to get kept. Keep them. I don't get, like, whatever the fucking charges are, run them up. Keep them. Period. I don't know what the fuck y'all think. I don't know what the fuck y'all think. And don't get me wrong. There are some cities where I don't give a fuck what y'all say. There are some cities where certain rideshare drivers have terrible attitudes. And I want to say that New York City is one of them. And my theory is that a lot of it has to do with the fact that there is just easy for them to... Like, public transportation is a must here. Right. You know what I mean? Whether you're underground or over. So, so many of them have work that I feel like they can have an attitude if they fucking want to. <laughs> but what I'm not going to do if this motherfucker has an attitude with me or tells me to get out of the car because I'm 
taking my dog to the vet or whatever. I'm not going to take my mask off in the middle of the goddamn COVID pandemic and cough on this bitch. I'm an adult. These women are 24 years old. Get a goddamn grip. Who the fuck raised y'all? Because I want to believe at least one of your parents or guardians are just ashamed. Ashamed of you and your fucking behavior. I want them to keep you. COVID's the new black bitch. I don't ever want to see y'all bitches. But like, I don't give a fuck. These motherfuckers are driving around. Your ungrateful asses every fucking day. Whether you're going to work, going to the gym, going to the doctor, or in many cases, like probably these motherfuckers, going to a boozy brunch or something like that. These motherfuckers are the ones who are dealing with y'all and literally putting their health at risk every day, even with their masks and their little, you know, sometimes they have a plastic divider, which Mm -hmm. clearly this driver should get moving forward. Since some of you motherfuckers in San Francisco don't know how the fuck to act. Keep them. Confiscate Malaysia's goddamn colored contacts. She didn't need them in the first place. And I want Arna locked the fuck up. I want them locked up. Homegirl in the middle. Girl, I hope that you learn from this. I really hope that you don't have to reap any consequences from it. And I hope that you choose better friends moving forward. But these other two wretches, keep them underneath the jail. I'm sick of y'all. Period. Moving on. Before I get into my next read, I want to just say, I want to have a conversation about friendship and um, respect within friendships. So I would like to ask you, um, why did you feel it was necessary to allow me to call that man Prince William 18 goddamn times last week when his name is ever so clearly Harry. You knew I was wrong. You knew that I was wrong. Why would you let me you say didn't... Russell Simmons instead of... Uh, I didn't hear that. Russell, whoever I the fuck. You... <laughs> I don't even know his name. Russell I really exercise. sat here and called that man the racist <laughs> all of this time. I only heard it like twice, but I also was like, who cares? Why boys at the end of the day? <laughs> Whatever. Y'all know who I was talking about. But I just want to use this opportunity to say, Sharon Osbourne, get the fuck. You, your hair dye, and your... (laughs) Let me stop. Just go. Richard! It's Richard Simmons, not Russell. (laughs) You just Googled it now to find out? I Googled Russell Fitness Man. (laughs) And somehow it led me to it. (laughs) Which means that you're not the only person who's talking about Russell Simmons. Whatever, y'all know who the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> um, so Sharon Osborne is still uh um, oh, <laughs> maybe not for longer. Um, employed at the talk um on CBS. Allegedly, they're, they're the view. They're currently on a little hiatus because apparently CBS is investigating um things behind the scenes of the show. After Sharon Osborne thought that it was cute to talk down to co-hosts mm-hmm. of, of hers, Black ones. I'm um, including Cheryl Underwood and, um, what's the other girl's name? Elaine Welterworth? Oh, yeah, Elaine Welterworth. Okay. 
So they were speaking about Piers Morgan's whole fucking toddler tamper tantrum where he got <laughs> called out for being racist and sounding a goddamn fool right. and being disgusting and, you know, fully, like, walked off of his set and quit his show on some Angelica Pickles shit. And literally no one cares. None of us care except racists. Like, nobody gives a fuck right. except just people that, like, stand the queen and hate niggas. So, Sharon Osbourne, who I guess is uh, Piers Morgan's homie, and they were what? on some other show together or whatever... Decided to speak out after, you know, he was bitching and <laughs> opining about how, you know, they won't let me hate Meghan Markle. And <laughs> she I tweeted really something. She tweeted something and like, I, I I stand with you and support you and blah, blah, blah. And, you, and you're paid to give your opinion and right, right, right. And all this other fuck shit. So Cheryl Underwood and <laughs> literally ever so calmly Mm-mm. and respectfully tried to break down to this grown ass old ass lady Lord. how she was getting or why she was receiving backlash for defending a racist right and what i lived for Because it really was uncomfortable for me to watch these grown women who know exactly what the fuck they're talking about, like, walk on eggshells as to not, like, agitate this white woman. Because Holly Robinson Pete came out and was like, girl, so the streets already know that you call me ghetto, you call Leah Remini ghetto, and we're the reason, I mean, you're the reason that we got fired from that show, which she denies, and posted a tweet, or posted an email from Holly where Holly, you know, was cool with her basically after being fired, to which a reporter then was like, I actually covered this whole entire situation, (laughs) and that email was sent to Sharon before Holly, like three months or so before Holly Robinson found out that she was involved or whatever. Wow. Um, so yeah, the whole entire thing was Sharon literally being like defensive and uptight and condescending to these women and being like, well, why can't, if he doesn't like this woman who happens to be black, why does that make him racist and all this other shit? And it's like, here y'all go doing the same shit that y'all always do, being more concerned with being called racist than evaluating the way that racism works even in this situation so that you can know better and fucking do better and that's what elaine walter roth was trying but you don't want to hear that because all you've heard now is at this point you've you've just heard that you are racist or might be racist Mm -hmm. and you know you like that one song by shaggy (laughs) (laughs) you know know, and so how could you ever be called fucking racist the fact of the matter is first of all this is not the first or second or third time that Piers Morgan has been called racist tell him tell him this is not the first second or third time that Piers Morgan has been called out for being an intolerant insufferable fucking dumbass it's not brand new for him in fact him walking off of his show and talking about never coming back elated many British people like, include myself also and lots of other people from around the world who know that Piers Morgan is a complete blabbering idiot. Mm. But 
People were already fed up with him and so happy to see him get sunned and leave that <laughs> fucking show. So you jumping out the window for that man, unnecessary. And I will never understand for the life of me how much white women love jumping to the defense of racists <laughs> and then they are transphobes or homophobes or whatever. And then being like, oh, why are you calling me racist or transphobic or what? Because you're that thing. First of all, I don't understand, and I'm pretty sure we talked about this last week, but why are we immediately trying to shut down what Meghan Markle expresses as her experience of, of microaggressions and flat-out racism that she experienced, or sometimes that she didn't even directly experience, but that was told or expressed to her husband, who then came about and said her. it to her? Right. You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck should we be shocked that an institution that col- colonized 90% of the say, Please say that shit. Please say that shit. It's racist. Didn't one of the royal family members literally come to that woman's goddamn wedding with a fucking Sambo brooch on or some, some racist ass shit? Like, why are we gagging, girl? Like, we know that you stand the queen and we know that you are butthurt because Megan ghosted your ass or whatever. And honestly, who wouldn't? She probably was told, hey, ever heard of Pierce Morgan? <laughs> I mean, she like, probably did not even know he thought it was a date. She probably just thought it was some <laughs> white man in media meeting her for drinks. Which is like, she's probably done that a trillion times. And then she saw ew. a real nigga and left. <laughs> ew. I just don't. The fact that he was that pressed. And then so many people hit me up like, you know, he was married when that whole thing happened anyway. It's just like, so then what did you really think, sir? What's the problem, bitch? <laughs> I'm 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 really actual confused. Yeah. I really really am, but it's like th- there is just this constant need from people to try and invalidate and silence black women's experience of all kinds of things, but especially fucking racism, misogynoir, and that sort of stuff. It's like how the fuck are you going to tell any black woman that is involved in anything, anything wholly white, especially something as ancient <laughs> as the fucking royal family like or racist. that whole firm and institution, like the racist. The racist at one of point, the Sharon, world, girl. <laughs> at one point, Sharon said to Elaine, because Elaine was admit, admitted that she's like, I don't know everything about, you know, the royal family or, you know, the history or whatever. And, sh- and Sharon was like, you know, it's a different country. It's a different, it's different than this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, no. girl, it's this country's daddy. <laughs> right. The, what, it's, don't act like it's better that when white people in the UK try to act like they are better at race than the States, I'm like, oh no, sweetie. <laughs> so oh, we're, we're no. stupid. Mm-mm. Have you talked to the black people who live in the UK? <laughs> Cause I bet you mm. they would say that. Hmm. <laughs> like, did you pay attention to any of the black Brits that were like, Woo! yeah, girl, no girl. Mm-mm. That's not it. That's not it. And if you look at the way you they treated Megan, <laughs> there's just... It, it's not a gag at all. People were ripping that lady to shreds for simply existing and seeming nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So just get me, the fuck up but... out of here. With, and you weren't even just denying that 
she experienced racism from people that clearly come from the history that they come from. That is not a fucking secret. You are also calling into question whether or not her, you know, experience with, you know, suicidal ideation and all the other mental health trauma that she was dealing with. Like, you were calling all of that stuff into question. Yep. Bitch, you wish. You wish that anybody in that family would ever pay attention to the shoelaces that your motherfucking ass wears. Like, bitch, you're nobody. Like, no one. Not at all. So he can get the fuck up out of here. And Sharon, scoop. Bitch, you can get the fuck up and get missing, too. <laughs> You can go as well. Since you just want to fight and that was the hill that you decided to die on, both of you girls can go. I hope that when this whole entire um, investigation is done, that CBS decides to get rid of her motherfucking ass. I'm not going to hold my breath over it. Right. But I'm sick and tired of y'all. I'm sick and tired of y'all from the Ruta right down to the Tuda. <laughs> Every corner of it. We're done. We're finished. We're finished. That lady literally sat there with her husband, with her white husband that's been a royal his whole life, his that whole literally life. said, them niggas told me, what if your baby dark skin? He said it too. Mm-hmm. He was right there too. But you not. But you don't believe Megan. Why? Why is that? I mean, okay. caping for Piers Morgan, just oughta, it ought to automatically mean that you don't have a job. <laughs> It should. It really should just mean that, but I couldn't even bring myself to watch the video with um with the black women on set trying to explain <laughs> why this I can't I was just like, you know what? I've been in that position too many times. I really cannot bring myself to look at that. Um if you if you told me a white woman cape for Piers Morgan, then you really told me everything I need to know. I do not need <laughs> right? to know anything else to know that i am not on sharon osborne's side so (sighs) oh and it's i'm reading here now elaine welteroth and her hairstylist have complained to hr over racial insensitivity on set recently oh shit so it's not even giving just that conversation that's why they're investigating the girls right now (laughs) get rid of them get them out get them out she definitely says something i'm now i'm thinking about it and elaine is like not not the type to just, you know, wear her wash and go every day. She wears braids and twists and all kinds of stuff. So I would not be surprised if somebody said something extremely fucking ignorant. Since you said, since you mentioned the hairdresser as well, I wouldn't be shocked if it was something to do with her hair. Mm-hmm. So, mm. hmm, mess. Well, Sharon, you might have been better off just shutting the whole ass yep, fuck up. That would have been best. And minding your <laughs> goddamn business. <laughs> Hasn't your family also had a girl? Their fair share of mess, <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> how are y'all always the last to know? <laughs> like, how is it that like, it, like oh. long documented racists and bigots are the last it. ones to find out, and then they get so good. So he, why why is it that you get? And then you're saying like typical like peak racist things like why can't you just like her and her be black without it being racist bitch ain't got nothing to fucking do with it right it's not him just not liking her shut the fuck up get get fired (laughs) okay well i just have one very quick thing to talk about this week it had been approximately 137 days since oklahoma last embarrassed me on a national level and i guess the universe decided it was time for a re-up um, because this past week was the um Oklahoma Six A State Basketball Tournament. Six A is Oklahoma's um top athletic 
category is for like the biggest school. I know school. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure you do. But <laughs> yes. so Norman um, was playing Midwest City. Um, and as the game was beginning and the anthem was playing, the girls on the Norman side decided to take a knee. And during this time, one of the commentators, whose name is Matt Rowan, um, whose mic was still hot, <laughs> decided oh, God. to immediately start talking shit about these uh, teenage girls, talking about if they gonna kneel, then fuck them. I hope they lose. I hope they get their asses kicked. These niggers, of course, <laughs> fucking niggers had to... Um... What? Oh, yeah. He said they're kneeling fucking niggers. <laughs> yep. Fuck them. I hope they lose. Talking about teenage girls. Yes. So... An adult male. Mm -hmm. An adult white male. Yes, that is what happened. Wow. Um. <laughs> so, of course... Immediately, wow. all these apologies started coming out from the network who aired it saying, you know, uh, that it wasn't our bad. <clears throat> it was a third party production crew that we have since terminated and will not rehire. And this white man, <laughs> of course, decided to release his own statement. If he says cancel culture, I will off myself. Mm -hmm. Like, If he says cancel culture. He does okay. not. He says something that I actually think is a little worse. Of course, he started off with, I made inappropriate and racist comments believing that the mic was off. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but you know, just so you know, even if the mic was on, I still, you know, shouldn't have said it. Then he says, I will this state, been fine. I will state that I suffer type one diabetes. And during the game, my sugar was spiking. While not. You <laughs> are fucking lying while not excusing my remarks it is not unusual when my sugar spikes that i become disoriented and often say things that are not inappropriate as well as hurtful <laughs> oh. i do not believe i would have made such horrible statements absent my sugar <laughs> you had a jolly rancher during this time i was with a colleague and friend scott sepulpa which coincidentally is the name of a city in oklahoma Mm. Scott Sapopa was not the one who made these comments. It was me and me alone. It is not my desire to shirk my responsibility. And I certainly do not want Scott Sapopa to share in the blame. So that I just read that paragraph because it's very funny to me that you brought up Scott Sapopa just to say that you don't want him to share in the blame. And it's like you could have just left him out of it then. Why would you why would you even do this? But anyway, he right. then, you know, he then talks about how, you know, these comments may seem racist, but he's not. And he can he has never considered himself <laughs> to be racist and he can't explain why he made these comments. What? There are no other words to explain what occurred. It is something for which I must take responsibility and I wholeheartedly accept responsibility. And I hope that y'all forgive me. But you didn't wholeheartedly accept responsibility. Right. I mean, talking about how he's a family man and at one time he was a youth pastor. All that lets me know is that you're a racist husband and a racist father and a racist youth pastor and a racist yeah. diabetic. And how fucking dare you bring the sugar into this? Like, bitch, are, that is a new one for me. I'm not racist. I never heard so nobody I can't, blame I, I can't explain why I said that. Nigga, what? <laughs> and your justification so for not being racist. So the sugar just made you racist? 
no, that isn't what happened at all. <laughs> You've never thought these things are said niggers before. But that day, because your sugar was low, you called these children <laughs> niggers for protesting, mm-hmm. which they have the right to for do. A right. A peaceful protest that literally hurts nobody. It is a girls basketball tournament in Oklahoma. Like you could have just <laughs> not. And yet you chose to do. And I'm sorry. I have a question. <laughs> like. Wouldn't you still... Okay, he's saying that the the diabetes or whatever, the betis, is what led him to saying these things, mm-hmm. right? But, like, wouldn't that be still be coming from a truthful place? Like, even if... Help me out, girl, because I don't know how, you know, diabetes <laughs> crazies work or whatever, but... <laughs> like, even if he hadn't you know, call them names or said, I hope they fucking lose or whatever. Wouldn't his reaction to that sugar level or not indicate that that's how he feels about people Mm -hmm. kneeling? Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, yes. (laughs) So what are we? Nothing. Because blaming it on a spike in your blood sugar simply doesn't make sense. To say that you're not racist so you don't understand why you said these words also (laughs) doesn't make sense. The fact of the matter is that you are racist. And even if you're not racist, then you used racist language. Like, there's no getting around that. And it's the bare minimum of what you could have said. Like, this whole, there was no, there was, you have to understand that, first of all, there was no apology that was going to make it right. You called None. some teenage girls fucking niggers for kneeling on a basketball court. Yeah, so there really wasn't. That's your bad. Like, there was nothing yeah. that was going to clean it up. But then to be nothing. like, I'm a type 1 diabetic, which I also thought was interesting because it was like, not the nigger diabetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not the one that you mm-hmm. get from eating too many hot Cheetos. <laughs> I'm yeah. a type 1 diabetic and my sugar was spiking. And when that happens, I am prone to just saying the wildest, zaniest things. Or... Is it that you saw black people protesting in a way you didn't like? And that is what triggered the racism in you. Not the spike in your blood sugar, but just the sight of young black people making their voices heard during this game. Which one do you really think I think it was? Also, if you know that low sugar causes you to wild out and say crazy things why do you commentate for a living like why why are you doing anything on a microphone especially with with teenagers or any kind of i just i mean sugar doesn't sugar does not it does sugar does not cause a nigger reaction that would be in every study about diabetes (laughs) that would be like a known side effect of diabetes it doesn't do that being racist and thinking of black people who are protesting brutality as niggers that is what caused you to do it you just need to be real with yourself about it the paragraph about scott sepulpa who should not share any blame but you're gonna bring his name up anyway you could have left that out the paragraph about type 1 diabetes you could have left out all like this I really don't even think a statement was necessary. You should have just took your licks and went on with your fucking life because this doesn't clear up or change anything. You was dead ass fucking wrong. (laughs) And there is just no way around it. You don't have to to be like, oh, I'm not racist because I've never considered myself racist. Bitch, you don't have to. 
to be racist. <laughs> right. It, it, it just doesn't. Racism isn't, it's not like, oh, well, I have to accept that I'm racist in order to really be that. No. Right. Then that isn't the if case. That's at how all. it worked. <laughs> if that's how it worked, then nobody'd be racist. We would live in a way better society <laughs> if that was because how who, it worked. <laughs> who's fucking racist and is like, yep. <laughs> like nobody. Nobody. Like these motherfucking white you people will literally yep. beat, lynch, kill black people and still tell you that they're not racist right. and it was all the niggers fault that so you means. saying you're not racist because you don't think so it don't mean shit to nobody oh. this is an insane story I mean Norman who was undefeated all season long then went on to win the game any goddamn way so of course <laughs> you know did. blacks rule <laughs> But I just had to say, fuck you, Matt. Fuck you. If for no other reason than niggas hit up my fucking social media for like three solid days behind this story. Yeah. So kiss my black ass. Wow. And that's it. I'm done. Did he think no one's heard of diabetes before? <laughs> like, like 50% of the adults in Oklahoma have diabetes. It doesn't trigger some, some uncontrollable reaction of just saying nigger just non-stop like it's not Tourette's it's not what what are you saying <laughs> diabetes didn't do this to you being a white man in America did this to you <sighs> there has to be like some sort of like an urban outfitter style book uh, just full of white excuses for why they're not racist you know probably but because some of them are just mind blowing <laughs> Diabetes. Dia fucking I've never beaties. heard that in my life. It reminded me of when Roseanne blamed Colin Valerie Jarrett a monkey when she blamed it on her sleeping meds or whatever. She said she had took her prescription sleep medication <laughs> and it made her call people niggers or whatever. <laughs> it made me think like, of that. <laughs> like, no no. <laughs> Roseanne, you you weren't do you weren't doing the test for this. Yeah, no, I feel like leave. during the clinical trials, the scientists would have said, hmm. Disturbing number of people just saying nigger after taking yeah. it. Like the meds don't do that to y'all. Stop blaming it on the goddamn meds. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, all right. I guess that's it. Yeah, that wraps up this week's episode. Make sure you check us out on social media at this is the read, and you can find our merch at shoptheread.com. Um, oh yeah, and our website, this is the Any news for you before we wrap it up, friend? I have no uh, news this week. I will say, everyone, be safe. Have a good uh, week and things of that nature. Yes. Um, take care of yourselves as best you can. And we will see y'all next week. Goodbye. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.